Hello and welcome back to the On the Road podcast. I'm your host, Phil Owens, a.k.a. the OU Road Warrior. Uh, coming to you on Wednesday night, recording on Wednesday night here after the Kansas game. And, and the reason for it was, uh, well, travel. We didn't even get back from Kansas until late Sunday night. But more importantly, wanted to wait until after the CFP first rankings came out last night. Um, and for the purpose of a thing that lots of OU fans don't have, don't understand, don't even know exists, which is perspective. I'm a big perspective guy, uh, you know, been to 414 games in a row. So I've got about all the perspectives that there are, um, having, you know, attended every game uh, of the three worst consecutive seasons in school history back in the 90s. Um, so I've, I've seen it all. And, and I can tell you with uh, great confidence that losing to Kansas isn't at the end, isn't the end of the world. <clears throat> that is at least the second time. And maybe the third time that uh, they've torn down the goalposts after they beat us up there and thrown them in the lake behind the stadium. Uh, I know they did it in 97, which was the last time they lost to us, which interestingly enough, and people don't remember this, they tore down the goalposts after beating us that year. And that was the third year in a row they had beaten us. They'd beaten us the two years before uh, in Norman because we played them twice in a row in Norman because they were adjusting the, um, they were adjusting the home and away schedules, so we got two two games in a row against them in Norman back in the uh, back in the nineties. But uh, actually, I guess that was I guess that was because that was the year that was across the it was ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven, and that was across when the the Big Twelve started in ninety six. So it was Big Eight, the last Big Eight game in ninety five, and then ninety six and ninety seven, the first two years of the Big Twelve. But in any event, back to perspective. So, leaving aside everything else, if I had told you before the season started that when the first CFP rankings came out on Halloween, we would be 7-1, and one, we would be ranked in the top 10 of the CFP, and I think that's the third highest we've ever been in the first CFP rankings. One, one year we were 8, and one year we were 5, I believe, uh, and that we would have beaten Texas. Is there anybody out there who would not have taken that in a heartbeat after last year's six and seven season and the uncertainty coming into this season where we didn't know what we were looking at, what we're going to be like, what we were going to get? I would venture to say that everybody with any sense would have gladly, before the season started, taken seven and one and, you know, number nine in the first CFP ranking um, in a heartbeat. Uh, So, you know, I offer that again for purposes of, of perspective. Um, now, I thought uh, personally that we would be seven, maybe eight in the first ranking because I did not think that they would put uh, Texas and Alabama ahead of us. Uh, they did put Texas ahead of Alabama, but they put them both ahead of us. You know, frankly, the last couple of weeks we haven't looked very good and we, you know, obviously we lost to Kansas. So, I mean, I, I don't have a huge amount of heartburn about it, but. It would have made just as much sense to, or maybe more sense to put us at, put us at seven, but that's fine. I'm not worried about the playoff. If we get into the playoff, great. I'm not going to change my long-standing and often stated uh, position on that, which is that I would much rather make the playoff and get absolutely blown off the field than play in a regular bowl and not have a chance to win the championship. 
Uh, and I know a lot of people don't agree with that. Um, but that's, that's my position and I'm sticking to it. Uh, and I'm not going to change it now. And I didn't change it, you know, after we got driven by LSU, the last time we played in the playoff, um, position remains the same. Having said that, I'm not going to worry about it. Could we make the playoff? Sure we could. Uh, I mean, the, the first time we made the playoff, I think we were number 15 in the first ranking. Uh, so we're way ahead of that. Um, you know, Texas will take care of itself. Alabama and Georgia will in all likelihood take care of themselves unless Alabama were to win out and beat Georgia in the SEC, then they'd probably both get in and that would be lame. Um, Washington and Oregon will take care of themselves. Uh, Ohio state and Michigan will take care of themselves. So, I mean, really there's only a couple of, if we win the rest of our games, which is not a given by any means, if we don't play better. Uh, than we have the last couple of weeks, we will lose our next game, and I can promise you that. And we'll talk about that a little later. But <clears throat> plenty of opportunity there. Everything that, that the team wanted at the beginning of the season is still there, can still win the Big 12, can still win, you know, make the playoff. Um, you know, is this a team that's going to win a playoff game? I, I don't know. I mean, I certainly wouldn't predict that, but anything's possible, certainly. Um, but... Um, so now, after we drop that game to Kansas, we're looking at a, uh, at a four-way tie for first place in the conference. Uh, it's us, Texas, Iowa State, and Oklahoma State. And, you know, frankly, we win this weekend, and it's going to be really hard to keep us out of the Big 12 championship game um, simply because uh, we don't play Kansas State, and we would have the tiebreaker over Texas, OSU, and Iowa State, which means we'd have to lose uh, two of our last three games to miss the Big 12 championship game, basically, or at least to not own the tiebreaker over all three of those teams. Um, So, you know, this is a pretty important game this weekend for obvious reasons. Uh, Last game against Oklahoma State, but, you know, more importantly, we need to win so we can make make the conference championship game. But we'll talk about that a little later. Um, you know, like I said, didn't really have any issue with the CFP. Thought we probably should have been higher or should have been ahead of Texas and Alabama. But I, I can understand it being the way it is, and it doesn't really matter at this point anyway. Uh, plenty of opportunity if we continue to win to move up. And again, if we make the playoff, great. If not, great. Uh, doesn't really bother me either way. <laughs> but uh, back to the Kansas trip. Uh, so. That's one thing I'm going to miss about moving to the SEC is, is uh, you know, easy road game trips like that. Uh, you know, it's, a, it's an easy four-and-a-half-hour drive from Oklahoma City to Lawrence. Uh, you know, nice interstate the whole way. And, uh, you know, we, I think we didn't even get out of town until about six-ish um, Friday night. And by the time we stopped and ate and stopped for this and stopped for that, I think we got in there about 11. Um, which was fine. You know, took all the gear because it looked like it was going to be cold and wet. Uh, I made the mistake of <clears throat> trusting, the, trusting the forecast in terms of when it was going to start raining, though, because it kept saying, you know, the chances were pretty low during the game and it was really going to start raining, you know, two, three o'clock. Um, so I took a calculated risk and didn't take my full-blown, I mean, I took it, but I didn't wear it or bring it in the game, my full-blown rain suit. And, uh, get in there and I said, you know, if, as long as it, as long as it stays dry, you know, the cold is not going to be a problem. Uh, yeah, but, uh, it, you know, this is where the, uh, 
that it didn't stay dry. Well, you already knew it didn't stay dry. Uh, it was not as bad as the West Virginia game last year. That was uh, a nightmare, about 33 or 34 degrees and raining hard the whole game. That one was awful. Saturday wasn't, that, wasn't as bad as that, but it wasn't particularly fun once it started raining uh, in terms of the weather. And, and, you know, the whole weather delay thing didn't help, especially considering that whatever, wherever that lightning was that caused them to delay the game, it was nowhere near where anybody in the stadium could see it, at least not facing the direction that I was facing. Um, I think it turned out that it was from a cell that was, you know, seven and a half miles away, headed, headed away from the stadium. But because it was within the perimeter, the radius that the NCAA requires uh, for the lightning, uh, didn't make any difference. If, it, if there was a strike, um, you know, they had to suspend the game for half an hour and, and ended up being an hour, which was, you know, I mean, it was okay. Everybody went downstairs and uh, got out of the rain. The, the, uh, the OU band, pep band, was down there playing various songs and, and entertaining people, so that was okay. But um, the game, you know, uh, we were our own worst enemy, honestly. Uh, once we got things going with Tawi Walker, I mean, we could have just kept, kept pounding them the whole game and, and would have been fine. Uh, the difficulty, of course, was, um, you know, a pick six, uh, you know, turnovers that we haven't been making. Um, you know, frankly, there at the end when we were down and Jalil Farouk uh, fumbled the ball, I thought we were hosed. But the defense stepped up. They miss a field goal. You know, we can't do anything with the ball after that. And then we get a pick that leads to a go-ahead touchdown and then another pick um, that, Ethan Downs made with a couple of minutes left that really should have been the end of the game. And that's really the most disappointing thing about it. I think, um, was that, you know, we were up one with a little over two minutes to go. They had all their timeouts. All it took, all it took, all it took was one first down, one first down wins that game. And instead of throwing the ball, instead of running the offense, uh, we basically, you know, run it up the middle three times and run, I don't know, I didn't go back and look, but you know, 20 seconds off the clock, maybe if we were lucky. Um, and that, so that was disappointing. And then it, it was even more disappointing to, you know, let them go the length of the field in a minute um, to go ahead. Um, you know, I mean, I think we had them, if I remember correctly, we had them fourth and six. And, uh, you know, we were one play away from winning it even then, and that's when they complete the long pass down inside the 20. Uh, and at that point, we were hosed. We sort of had to let them score. And I don't know that we actually purposely let them score. It kind of looked that way. But, I mean, the, the, best, the best opportunity to still try to win the game was to let them score there because they're going to have a chip shot field goal. And they're a lot less likely to miss that than they were to give up a, a, a touchdown drive to us in, in the minute that was left after all that was done. Um, and, and we almost got it, too. Um, you know, got down and were throwing in the end zone there at the end. But, um, you know, if we did just kicked a few extra points, we could have been in, in position to kick a field goal and tie it or win it. Uh, I don't know that I've ever seen a game where there were that, number one, where there were that many two-point conversions attempted, because I believe there were five attempts in the game between the two teams. And nobody, not only did nobody make one, I don't recall that anybody even came close to making one. Um, it was just a really odd, a really odd circumstance with all the two-point conversions. Um, 
you know, the officiating, you know, I'm going to complain because I'm a fan, but I mean, it's not why we lost. We lost because we played poorly. We didn't take advantage of the opportunities we had. And, uh, you know, we didn't tackle well. We just, just had another stinker of a game and couldn't manage to pull it out. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the play down on the goal line where uh, the KU quarterback being, you know, number one, didn't make any sense that he tried, he's, he's going to score, but he slides. Well, they, they start the, you know, they spot it where you start the slide and he started the slide before he crossed the, crossed the goal line. So they didn't score. And we were going to have a fourth and goal one play to try to stop him. And I'll, I'll take, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take our chances on stopping him on one play to get the ball back and keep him from scoring. Uh, but then, you know, we get called for targeting and I, I, I don't, I mean, I thought I understood the targeting role, but I mean, there's no, no, didn't appear to me to be any launching, didn't appear to be any, any contact to the head or neck. And, you know, the guy dropped and slid, you know, at the last minute uh, when our guy was already going low. I don't know what you're supposed to do there. Uh, I thought it was a horrible call. And of course it basically gifted him a touchdown because instead of fourth and goal and they've got to score on that play or they're done, um, you know, they, uh, they get four shots and they didn't need four shots. They, they scored on the next play, but and then the play down at the other end of the field uh, where the guy came off the sideline, I mean, he was in the play, but he was out of bounds, and then he comes back in and catches the ball. Now, usually you can't do that because if, if you go out of bounds and you come back in, you can't be the first one to touch the ball. Well, he wasn't because one of our guys tipped it, so that part was out. But, I mean, I watched the replay in the stadium, and the man had his foot out of bounds when he touched the ball. When he first touched the ball, he was on the one foot on the ground out of bounds. I don't know. I mean, not only did they not not say that it was after review that it was, you know, it it stood. They said it was confirmed. I I I, I don't understand. I I don't understand how they ended up with that. Does not make a lick of sense. Um, it's like they don't know the rules or they're doing it on purpose or something. I don't. Uh, it's just, I know they're not doing it on purpose. It's just incompetent. Um, but it, it was, it was, it was frustrating. But in any event, everything, you know, we, we, we uncorked another stinker and, uh, couldn't pull it out. So got that out of the way. So now, you know, we still hold our, our, uh, destiny in our hands in terms of the conference championship. We, we got to win the rest of our games. If we lose another game, we could still make it, but it just depends on who we lose to and what happens in other games. Uh, we win, win the next, uh, win the next four and, uh, and we're in. Then it would just be a matter of who we're playing. But, um, you know, the first thing is, is Oklahoma state this weekend. And, uh, you know, Everybody was laughing at them after they lost to uh, to uh, South Alabama a while back, and rightfully so, uh, to be perfectly honest. Uh, but um, they have gotten their proverbial shit together since then. Uh, now, granted, they haven't played any any teams that were great shakes, but um, that uh, doesn't change the fact that that Ollie Gordon kid, who I'd never heard of before a couple of weeks ago has been running roughshod over people. Um, and, you know, obviously it's, it's, it's the, it's the OU OSU game. So all the people up there are going to be fired up. It's the last one probably for 10 or 15 years. 
which has got them even that much more fired up. Um, and, you know, we haven't been playing well, and they've been playing pretty well. So, you know, there's no reason why they shouldn't think that they can win this game. Um, now, I personally think that, uh, you know, as much as I hate to lose games, uh, a lot of times it takes a loss to sort of get, get the guy's attention. Uh, and I think uh, that'll happen this week, especially considering who we're playing. Um, you know, last year, if you'll remember, we, we had lost two games in a row by three points. Uh, including to West Virginia on the last play of the game coming into the OSU game uh, and started off that game playing the single best quarter um, of any game the entire season. If you remember, we came out and blitzed them, uh, got a turnover, and uh, we're up 28 nothing after the first quarter. And it looked like we were just going to drive them. Now, the rest of that game, of course, if you'll recall, was horribly frustrating because we didn't score another point. Um, their offense was not such that they ever really challenged us. We ended up winning by 15 points, but, but still to score four times in the first quarter and not again, the rest of the game was, was distressing. Uh, but, um, I'm confident that we'll get ourselves right for this game. Um, doesn't mean it's not going to be a tight game. Doesn't mean that they might not win. Oklahoma state might not win. I mean, they, they, anything could happen in this thing, but you know, the odds, uh, the odds tell us that uh, you know we've got a we've got a pretty good reason to be optimistic. Like I said, I think I think that uh, you'll see the team come out and play a lot better, and uh, I'm I'm confident that we'll pull it out uh, up there, and which is good because it's a moral imper- it's a moral imperative to win this game. Uh, it always is, but especially this year because Lord knows. If we don't play them for 10 or 12 years and the last time we played, they won, um, you know, we're never going to hear the end of it. And I just assume not. So, um, well, let's win the game and, and it'll be all right. My, my wife who went to Oklahoma state is coming with me to the game, which is going to be fun. I'll make sure she wears her orange and, uh, you know, not, not sitting in the last, last time we played up there, we sat right by the OSU student section, which was quite interesting. Uh, this time we're all the way down at the, the crappy seats at the end of the stadium where the, where they put the visitors. So, uh, you know, we won't be able to see the big screen probably because we're going to be practically level with it, but, um, <clears throat> on the side, but in any event, um, looking forward to going up there. And, uh, for those who don't know, you know, if you're going up just for the game and it's always my, my practice and my, uh, intention to spend as little time in Stillwater as possible. Um, but I-35 and Highway 51 are a zoo. Um, and so really the way to go, if you're going, if you're just going up to go to the game and not going up early to hang around and go to Eskimo Joe's or whatever, is to, um, uh, the trick is you go up to Chandler and you take, I believe it's Highway 18 up to the north until you hit 33 and you go west on 33 a little bit and you take I believe it's 108 or 118, some other little state highway through through the little town of Ripley. And that'll take you all the way up to Highway 51, which is the main drag in Stillwater. And the trick is you come in from the east instead of the west. So you avoid all the I-35 and all the Highway 51 from I-35. Um, and uh, it's a lot quicker. There's not, not hardly any traffic there. So uh, that's helpful. Um, but yeah, you get in, you get out. We try to park, we park at the on queue at the corner of Hall of Fame and duck. Uh, if we get there early enough, it's expensive to park there, but it's, it's, you know, it's right across the street from the, 
the practice fields and basically the stadium. Uh, so it's not a long walk or anything. It's a good place to park. Uh, but uh, uh, so we'll be, and, and, and fortunately, uh, you know, it's supposed to be a nice day on Sunday. So, you know, maybe a, maybe a sweatshirt is all you need. You certainly won't need to be breaking out the long underwear like I had to last weekend. So that's a plus as well. Uh, but looking forward to heading up there, looking forward to putting little brother or keeping little brother in their place, uh, and having them sit on that for the next 15 years or whatever it is, however long it is until we play them again. And, uh, couldn't, couldn't let this go without talking a little bit about our friends out on the West coast, uh, uh, out at USC, uh, because I'm still hate watching them, uh, got back from the KU game and saw that they were behind at halftime. Uh, and immediately felt better about things um, uh, and watched uh, because I have access to the Pac-12 network, which is soon not to exist anymore. Got to watch most of the second half of that game. Um, the, the whole thing, I don't know if you, if you're not, if you don't know what happened uh, uh, at the end of the first half, the beginning of the second half in that game, uh, USC had the ball at the end of the first half and I guess they were trying to get out of bounds and they, they said the half was over and then during halftime the referees decided there was a second left so they came back out and gave USC the last play of the second quarter after halftime um, on like the Cal 17 or whatever and Cal since they still had timeouts left in the first half took one and iced the USC kicker who then promptly missed missed the field goal, which was just hilarious. Uh, final score of that game was 50 to 49 because Cal missed a two point conversion that would have won the game at the very end. Um, and again, I, I have to look it up. We've played multiple 50, 49, 52, 50, you know, 51, 49 games, you know, when Riley was here, um, literally seen that same game. I don't know how many times. Um, and, and every time I see that, I'm like, you know, USC got what they got what they paid for if they were paying attention. I don't think they were paying attention, but this is exactly what we would have expected to see. Um, and the funny thing is, is since they lost to Notre Dame and then lost to lost to Utah, um, you know the people out there are starting to go, "Oh, well, maybe the Oklahoma people were right." Yeah, well, it took you a couple of years to figure that out. I mean, we weren't just—I mean, yeah, we're mad, but we weren't blowing smoke about it. What we were telling you was true, and it remains true. Um, you know, I'm sure Riley's going to have to fire Alex Grinch after this season. Uh, not saying he will, but he ought to. Um, but I don't think it's going to make any difference who he brings in, uh, to coach defense because he just, he doesn't emphasize defense. He doesn't emphasize special teams. Uh, he only cares about the offense and, you know, I guess that's, that's flashy and nice, but, um, you know, when you're, you're all world quarterback, can't do it by himself. Um, you know, they don't look very good. So, But in any event, uh, I think they have Washington this week, so hopefully Washington throttles them and then we can laugh at them some more. And I saw somewhere where somebody had a, a projection for uh, an OU-USC um, Alamo Bowl, uh, which would be, uh, well, it would be interesting. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, don't, know, don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I'd love to play them, don't get me wrong. Uh, but it would suck to lose that game if we played it. Uh, that that is for sure. Um, but uh, a better a better outcome would be that uh, you know USC gets sent to the Las Vegas Bowl, and we're in another bowl where I can go to Vegas and 
troll them at the game and then go see our bowl game or vice versa. Uh, that's, that's a possibility, but uh, a lot of time left before bowl season. Uh, you know, we've got another month uh, to play before we get to that point. Um, and uh, looking forward to heading up to Stillwater in a, in a couple of days and uh, taking care of business up there. And we'll be talking to you after that game. I uh, don't know if I'll wait till Wednesday to do it or I'll try to do it Sunday. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Like I said, never promised the schedule. And uh, this seems to be working out okay. So uh, in any event, until uh, next time after, we, uh, after we've taken care of business against Oklahoma State, uh, this has been the On the Road podcast with me, Phil Owens, the OU Road Warrior. And uh, we'll see you uh, after the game in Stillwater and uh, beat Oklahoma State.